twilight dims and the night begins to stir. In the hollow moments betwixt wake and slumber, you may find yourself in the spooking minute. Listener, be careful. You're in for a scare. Foe. Welcome to the Spooking Minutes, the podcast where childhood fears come to life. What a pause! Enough for a witch to fly through on a broom, maybe. Spooky. I'm slimy, Steve. I am Morbid Matthew. And I'm Laguna Louise. (laughs) Like the, isn't our brand name Laguna? That makes me think of Laguna Beach. (laughs) (laughs) The scariest place to get a sunburn. Frightening. Is that Heidi and Spencer? Were they on that show? I don't remember. Oh, maybe they were on the hills. Uh, Welcome to the Spooky Minutes. Um... Episode 5. Whoa, we've made it to 5 episodes. Can you believe it? I can't, because we plan to do 6. Um, <laughs> today, uh, we're not going to talk about some of our fears from childhood. We've done that. And we don't have a guest lined up for this week, because nobody's returning our calls. But what is returning our calls is a topic uh, to discuss, because those don't have phones, but they do return calls. And today, we're going to be talking about urban legends. Ooh, thundercrack. Witch cackle. Um, so we're going to talk about some of our favorites. Uh, we were also just, we were just talking about the 1998 film, which I just think is great. It's a classic for me, Urban Legends, starring uh, Jared Leto, who apparently maybe this is its own Urban Legend. I don't know. Uh, Jared Leto apparently, like in 2000 or like 2002, like five years after making the movie, somebody brought it up, and he was just like, "No, I was in that." Like, he just denied it? You know, this movie, he was like, no, uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Which, what? Uh, come on, man. Yeah, that's Fantastic tough when the movie. internet's around to verify that. It's like, no, you're... It was like five... You're, you're definitely... That's you, Jared Leto. That's a fight club. Do you see that one? Yeah. Michael Rosenbaum, Rebecca Gayhart, Joshua Jackson. What's in the Can you give me a log line? Um, a killer is using urban legends to kill people. Okay, I dig it. So it's it was like, it was shot in uh, Toronto at the oh. University of Toronto for a lot of it. It's got okay. a lot of horror. Uh, Brad Dourif's in the opening scene, which is that uh, there's somebody in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a good. But one. he's kind of a creeper, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this guy's scary." But he's like, "That's a, it's he's really good too." Um, and Robert England's in. He's a professor who's teaching them about urban legends. And then, yeah, there's a killer starts killing people off the urban legend. It's really good. Is the killer the professor? No. That's what they think. <sighs> yeah. But it's not. That seems like the slam dunk obvious. That's him. You you were just, you've, you never saw this one, you said. Mm-mm, no. No, because this was, this was around, uh, here's an interesting thing. So, Scream came out in 96, kind of revitalized the slashers. Everyone's doing those. Kevin Williamson wrote that, brought it back, and then he also worked on I know what you did last summer. Okay. He wrote the screenplay or helped work on the screenplay. Halloween H2O, also in 98, helped work on the screenplay. 
I don't think he had anything to do with urban legends. However, Joshua Jackson's in it, and there's a Dawson's Creek joke that's very prominent. And Kevin Williamson, again, created, I think, Dawson's Creek. And that's like, he's just got his hands all over everything. He's greasy little digits all over. Yeah. Kevin saved some stuff for the other people. I guess he didn't because that was 25 years ago. I don't know anything about Urban Legends, the movie, but I bet it has a great soundtrack. 1998, is Venga Boys in it? (laughs) (laughs) It's got Venga Boys. It's got Len. Can you steal my sunshine? Yes. Uh, Barbie? Aqua? That was probably around then, right? It's probably got like a ska song in there. got some Mighty Mighty Boston's or something. We watched Clueless, which is not a horror film. Oh, well, I mean, well, maybe. Maybe not. If you're afraid of former step-siblings hooking up maybe <laughs> but it has a great cameo by the Money Money Bostons and just really marks it a time and a place that yeah I don't think Scott was ever really put into movies in a serious way other than in movie Clueless yeah I feel like you're the only person I would ever hear say there's a great cameo from the <laughs> Bostons <laughs> anything yeah that sentence isn't spoken very often <laughs> no Possibly never before. No. <laughs> I just said a new sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, urban Legends. There's... Do you guys have any, like... Did you guys talk, like, Urban Legends as kids? Or... I definitely heard any, them. Uh, um, yeah. Here's an Urban Legend I always liked. Is that uh-huh. Mountain Dew makes you infertile. Like, it lowers your sperm count. And we always told this. This isn't like a, someone's going to kill you, Urban Legend. But it's definitely a legend. Yeah. And it got traded among us like nine-year-old, ten-year-old boys as if it mattered to us. Like people yeah. are like, oh, I'm not going to drink Mountain Dew. It's like, you're ten. You are not in danger of impregnating anybody. Yeah. Anyway, that one always, uh, that seemed like bullshit from the start. That was one like, that how, how would crazy, that though. affect it? And like, wouldn't they do something about that? I don't know. It just triggered the bullshit alarm really quickly. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, though, I may have told you this. Um, I work at a golf course, and I was talking to some kids, and they were getting a Mountain Dew. And the new uh, urban legend about Mountain Dew is that it um, makes your chunk smaller. Oh, okay. What what company out there has it in for Mountain Dew that they're, like, making all of these, uh, yeah. <laughs> these urban legends? Some like, mellow yellow. It's just yeah. like, uh, hey. Yeah, the... The CEO of Pepsi's like, listen up. Actually, does Pepsi own them? I think Pepsi so. owns Mountain Dew. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it'd be Coke. weird if it was him. <laughs> the folks at Coke are really going after the Mountain yeah. Dew. You know what though? I don't think it's affected them at all. Like, Mountain Dew is doing okay. It seems like yeah. even among that set that would believe that urban legend and seem to care for some reason, like young boys, they slurp that just like water. People are still doing the Dew. Can't um, on Mountain Dew. It's been. On Mountain Dun. (laughs) (laughs) But on a more serious note, another urban legend I like a lot is, you know, there's an urban legend, but someone calls a house and there's like heavy breathing or something like that. And the person hangs up on them and they keep getting this like creepy phone call. And then they phone the cops or something like that. And the cops trace the call and they're like, then they phone them back. Like, you're in danger. Get out of the house. Because the phone call is coming from inside the house i probably butchered that urban legend greatly but that's basically it that's basically it so the reason i like that one a lot is like i like thinking about the logistics of things 
Mm-hmm. I like being a logistics of conspiracy theories because they usually fall apart really quickly. Yeah. And in this one, you need two phone lines for this to work, right? Like you to phone someone from inside eyes, you need two phone lines, which is pretty rare to have. Ooh, back okay, in the seventies and eighties, I think it was like. Oh, maybe it's just because we didn't have two phone lines and I didn't know anyone that had two phone lines. But I was thinking, like, if they didn't have two phone lines, did the killer install a second phone line (laughs) and then would have to, like, pay the bill for that month (laughs) to make it all work? And maybe that's how they find out the identity of the killer. It's like, oh, it's Billy Bob from next door. He paid for your your second phone line for, like, the month. But maybe you're right. Maybe they always had two phone lines, three phone lines. I don't know. Yeah. I know that was a big part of Black Christmas, which was like a big college house. So I assume that it makes sense for them to have multiple phone lines. But right. A lot of the urban legends I like are similar to that of like, there's somebody in the house. Um, there's like two of them that are kind of similar, are like the licked hand and the choking Doberman. I'm not sure these go on. So the licked hand is okay. So there's a lady, a girl, she's home alone uh, for like the first time. She's locked all the doors. Um, I think in a lot of these two, it's like there's an escaped mental patient or something, mm-hmm. um, or killer. Um, yeah. Because let's get woke for a second. Uh, mental patients or people with mental disorders—they're more likely to become the victims of crimes and, and violence. Um, yeah, we're woke here, okay. Um, <laughs> so there's a there's a killer on the loose, and she locks all the doors, and she goes to bed, and she's scared, and uh, she's to comfort herself. She has her dog in her room, mm-hmm. and she reaches down beside the bed, and she'll pet the dog. And the dog licks her hand, and uh, she feels safe by that. And she wakes, goes to sleep, and she wakes up in the morning. She hears like a dripping sound, and she goes into the bathroom, and the dog's dead, and it's been gutted, oh, no. and someone's wrote in blood. People can lick too, and the killer was inside the house, and he was licking her hand. Hmm. Yeah, you think you notice that, don't you? Yeah. Like dogs' tongues feel very different than human tongues. I think so. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, similar to the one. This is one I heard. This is one that I think my, my favorite one that actually scared me the most, which is kind of similar to that. And the the uh, the phone call, the, the someone's in, uh, when a stranger calls. That's uh, kind of a common thing for that. This is when I heard. I think from it. It was in public school, like elementary school, probably like grade four or five. We were just telling stories to each other. This is one I heard that really got me, and I've never found it anywhere. And that's kind of what freaks me out the most, I think. And it's a woman's home alone. There's an escaped killer on the loose. That same setup. Um, and she's kind of scared. And she's um, walks into her living room and she sees a man, this kind of crazed man, looking in her front window. It's winter time. It's cold. It's nighttime. Um, she gets freaked out. She's like, that's got to be the killer. She calls the cops up. Cops come to the house. They check outside. They talk to her. And they say... There's nobody out there. There's not even any footsteps on the ground outside. And she's like, oh, okay. And they're like, it's probably just your imagination. You're on edge. It's a spooky time. And she's like, got it. So they leave. Um, she's still spooked out, though. She goes around, locks all her doors, checks it again. Goes back into the living room. Sees the guy staring through her window again. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, am I going crazy? Is he out there? She goes outside to check. She goes out. Sure enough, nobody's there. No footprints in the snow, nothing. She's like, oh my god, I'm losing it. So she goes back inside the house, back into the living room, and the killer stands up 
from behind the couch, he was inside the whole time. She saw his reflection in the window. Whoa. And they have a pizza party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's fun. But you think it knows it's a reflection, don't you? I don't know. I don't know. See, most curious, but I'm easily confused by reflections. That's true. I'm like one of those animals you see when they put up a mirror in the woods, and (laughs) it looks like a bear who's like, "That's me." I walk past a store window. I'm like, "Who's this guy?" (laughs) Yeah, you've broken so many windows just like with your your reflex punch. They made me walk around with pillows on my hands now. Yeah. Well, speaking of reflections, did you guys have this urban legend? You know immediately what this is. You mentioned a mirror. I think I know where you're going. I think so, too. Go yeah. On. So in our elementary school, the one that went around was about how um, if you went into the washroom and you turned off all the lights, and our washrooms had no um, oh. windows. So it was pitch black. It was so dark. So kids were daring each other to go in and then turn off all the lights and ask the mirror to see Bloody Mary. Mm. Did you guys have this? Yeah. So, this one stuck with me because all the kids were daring each other to go do it. And I think I was in like third grade, I want to say. Oh, and did you do it? Well, all of us were like going in there, but then the, the lights were right at the front of the bathroom doors. So, whether or not you wanted to or not, somebody would right. always put their hand in and turn the lights off on people. And then, like, you'd hear people screaming because, like, there's no way you can see anything. It was yeah. a really mean thing to do, but people did it all the time. But I remember being like, well, I guess, like, everyone's doing it. And, like, don't you want to see her? Like, there was all this, like, talk of, like, don't you want to see her? Like, Bloody Mary's supposed to, like, show up in the mirror. And you say her name three times and turn around or something, and then she'll be there. And, and I remember at recess, kind of, you know, when kids start that kind of story stuff. And then you're like, I remember asking, being like, well, what does she look like? You know what I mean? Like, is she even scary? Like, what, what is this about? They're like, oh yeah, she's got like blood on her. And like, she's like pale and she's old. And I was like, oh shit. That's like, scary. Oh, okay. Sounds like Mrs. Larson, the geography <laughs> teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I ended up being in the bathroom while someone turned off the lights. But I was not there to go in and do that. But I remember just being terrified. And, like, you know, I didn't want to scream because our classroom was next door. So I was like, okay, (laughs) people will know that I was, like, scared. So you just ended up just, like, feeling like I think I closed my eyes. You just came back to class, like, (laughs) completely jittery, like, totally cool, guys. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I think I, like, closed my eyes and, like, felt my way to the the door. But it's a bit, because I was like, I don't want to see her. Like, I didn't say the magic words, but, like, what if she's just in there? But, like, fastest. (laughs) She she just lives in there. Oh, yeah. She just lives in there. They they had, like, a whole lore of her. Yeah, I'm curious about some lore. So if you say the name, you see her in the mirror? Like, is she trapped in the mirror? Or is she... That's what I assumed. But they said that she'll appear in the mirror. But I'm like, is she behind you? Is she in there? But I always imagined she was in there. behind you. Oh, yeah, that would be scary. Also, Someone if, said if, that it could kill you, too. Oh, now that that's coming that back too, to me. I, that if, I hear it's just she, like, screams at you or something. Yeah, which is, like, even scarier. The idea that she could kill you or is around, so scary. But I'll be, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown person. And at the end of the day, I will still, like, 
you know, if you get up in the middle of the night and like use the washroom or something in a strange place, I'm still like, oh yeah, Bloody Mary's gonna be here. This is fucking scary. I don't like that one. I have a logistics question about your scenario though. <laughs> if the lights are out, how would you see her? Oh, she to probably is a ghost. And, does like, she lights glow? Don't you, don't you have to like light a candle or something? Isn't that part of it? Oh shit, is that true? I feel, like that's so part of it. I feel like that could be a part of it. It's so you have to like turn around three times and say her name, kind of like a Beetlejuice mm. effort, and then like she shows up. What's the Candyman thing? Isn't there something oh, similar? Yeah. You Candyman? say Candyman. I think it's five times in the mirror. Okay, and he shows up, but I think he kills you. Okay. Okay, but he's got a hook hand. He's got bees everywhere. Mm. Oh my god! That one sounds Tony more Todd. fun, at least, right? Yeah. Maybe. I'd rather run into a candy man than a Bloody Mary. I don't think he has actual candy, though. What? And how's he get the name? I think maybe in Canada, Bloody Mary doesn't work because mm. usually we have to say Mats Clamato Caesar. Just imagine you saying Mats Clamato Caesar three times in the dark in the bathroom and just like the stupidest looking ghost. <laughs> Hi. Um, I wrote a few. I wrote a few. I was looking into some um, urban legends. There's yeah, Bloody Mary's one. I list. There's the Hook Man or the Hook Hand. Um, this one was really interesting though that I read about. Uh, this was just I don't know like a newspaper from like 1800s in England called the Mowing Devil of Hertfordshire. Oh, does he mow your lawn? What's going on there? <laughs> Apparently, like a guy was like, I don't want to mow my lawn. He was like the devil can do it or something and then like mm. his lawn was mowed and he said the devil did it or something <laughs> I love the idea that the devil he's just chilling in hell and he's like you know what I'm gonna wreak some havoc on earth by mowing a guy's lawn yeah yeah he made a whole video about it he <laughs> trimmed it so um, scary I mean if, if the devil would just do random chores for me I would totally be in league with the devil summon him summon him he can do the dishes <laughs> the devil can do the dishes you know what, Matt? The devil can edit this podcast episode for us. That'd be nice. He'd probably do, do a great job at it. I think Come on, Lucifer. Get chopping. Come on, Lucifer. <laughs> Were you guys ever worried as kids about, like... I was not worried about, like, razor blades and candy at Halloween, but, like, mm. poison candy. That was always a thing my parents, I think, would mention. We, yeah. always, only, we always only went to places that we knew. Like, it'd be, like, cousins and neighbors and stuff like that. So the chance of me being poisoned were probably pretty high. Yeah. They did not like me. We did the thing where like you had to you had to sort through your candy with your parents and they could remove anything oh. that they thought was like not safe or not good. So they had the first dibs of like what you were uh, I'm positive. It's just parents, yeah, being yeah. like I'm just gonna take I'm the just gonna, that I want. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mars bar, that's very dangerous indeed. <laughs> Oh boy, this one's got needle marks on it. Better take that one. I'll, I'll get rid of that. <laughs> but you're right. Like that seems to have come out of nowhere. That like neighbors would be doing that. Or I remember yeah. learning about this a bit, and it just did not happen. I thought there'd be like a lot of cases, or at least some. Apparently, it's just really not a thing. Like the amount of panic about it still is wild compared to like no one's I have the poison kids. No one really gives a shit. Like, yeah, the thing too with like people always being like, why would someone? buy a bunch of drugs and then give it to kids. They're going to do that themselves. There's a lot of urban legends like that where there's some sort of drug element involved. And, like, yeah. drugs are expensive, though. And if 
There's not yeah. really a whole lot of motivation to give someone something expensive just so they pass out or something. This guy who's addicted to this thing and needs it, he's just gonna give it away to people <laughs> for free? Like, candy's already so expensive. Yeah. And you're gonna buy like 200 razor plates to go with it? That's just, <laughs> that's insane. There has been a few times when I've ate so much candy that I've gotten sick, but it wasn't from poison. It was just because I ate a lot of rockets on in the single sitting. Yeah. You're a rockets guy? Or a Smarties if you're in America. If you're an American. Yeah, I love rockets. And it's the great because it's the candy that other people don't seem to like as much. They're like, yeah. ugh, rockets. I'm like, give that sweet sugar to me. It's like my introduction to cocaine, basically. I don't do cocaine, but I can see why you would if they're anything like rockets. So you would never put rockets in somebody else's candy? Oh, no way. I'm not trading those bad boys. I can't believe that that's your favorite. It's great. This is insane. This is like its own urban legend. Yeah. <laughs> there I'm was just... a guy, and I knew him. His name was Matt, and his favorite candy was rockets. <laughs> what? No way. That's disgusting. Those chalky pieces of shit. Yeah, no, he liked them. I'm surprised <laughs> there hasn't been a panic about rockets being given out to kids because they are very drug-like. They're little pills that yeah. make you feel great and make you get excited. <laughs> like, do they? Do they make you feel great? <laughs> it's pr- I, like, I always thought they looked like someone took like chalk from like the school and just like cut up chalk. And <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna... That's probably what a lot of it is. It's just old chalk dust formed together with some yeah. sugar. 100%. Yep. And you're keeping that industry alive. <laughs> Once in a while, when um, on November 1st, like the day after Halloween, I like to go out and buy the half-price candy, because like yeah. shoppers drug merch, like just get rid of this stuff. And there's always a giant-ass bag of rockets that I buy, and it lasts me, you know, a weekend. It's great. And it's a crazy weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you got a race there for that. I'm sure that'll be there for a while. <laughs> giant bag of rockets. Yeah, they try and get rid of that up until Easter. Like, please, please. Someone Just take, take it, it home. Please. We'll reduce it to 19 cents. <laughs> well, they're out of Werther's. I guess I'll go for the rockets. <laughs> Greetings, spookos. I'm Victor Lacoste. Film actor and three-time pie-eating champion at the Pennsylvania State Fair. We'll be getting to today's story in but a moment. But first, if you're looking for a delightfully frightful film, why not check out my 1955 classic, Bats? A group of young baseball prospects must fight to survive against a menagerie of mutated birds using their baseball skills and also their baseball balls. I'm not I'm not really sure why it was called bats. Anyways, now here is a word from today's sponsor. Hey, what's that? It's my Camadachi, my virtual pet. Virtual? Yeah. It's just a bunch of black pixels on this tiny screen, but it's like a real pet. I feed it, I play with it, and I clean up its you-know-what. Big stinky dukers. Yeah! Is your child ready for the responsibility of a real pet? Didn't think so. 
How about a bunch of pixels on a tiny screen that they will get attached to? Sounds like they're ready for Kamadachi. What's wrong, hon? My Kamadachi died. Oh no, I'm sorry, sweetie. It's okay, I already made a new one. Kamadachi teaches your kids that even with love and hard work, things still die over and over and over again. There's my friend, Mommy, with the virtual pet. Oh, that's sweet. My Kamadachi has died and been reborn over and over again. And now I see that life is filled with cycles of beginnings and endings and rebirths. An endless cycle with no meaning, flowing through time into infinity. We crawl slowly to the inevitability of death, and soon thereafter, new life spreads from the cracks of our bones. It's as pointless as the hard shell that encases the electronic soul of my Kamadachi. Will they too find an escape from their cyclical horror? Or are they bound to repeat this hell forever? Okay, you're not hanging out with her anymore. Kamadachi, trust us, it's fun! What's up, fam? Got a comb custodian here. Just Netflix and killing. Social media is also popular with the kids these days, and everybody hopes to go viral. But the latest social media challenge could be killer if you get enough likes. Be real careful with this one, or it's only a matter of time before you're tick. Talk dead. <laughs> it's a normal Tuesday night. Best friends Jackson with three X's and Madison with three Y's are Skyping. I kid, they're FaceTiming. It's 2023. Yo, Madison. You see my new TikTok? I did the challenge, the Musk Meadow Spooky Challenge. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's going to get me so many likes. I'm going to be so popular. Only popular kids do this at school. Now, that's going to be me, Jackson. Jackson spelled with three X's. Um, did you even do it right? Yeah, I went into a dark room. I turned the lights off in the dark room and I said Mazakmato three times. And then did you like shift your knees around? Because like they say it won't even work if you don't. Yeah, no, I shifted my knees. And then what'd you see? I don't know. Nothing really happened. I. So you didn't do it right? Well, what is supposed to happen if I do it right? Well, like she's supposed to be like in the mirror. Oh, yeah, that didn't happen. Then you definitely didn't do it. I just wanted to show that I'm a brave little boy so that people at school would respect me. We've got ways to go. Okay, well, why don't you do it then? Um, I already did. I got a thousand likes. Oh, I've only got 120 at the moment. I just got another one, 121. It's going up. I mean, it's not a thousand. Knock, knock. Hey, dipshit Jackson, what's up? It's me, your older brother, Tyson, with three S's. Oh, hey, Tyson. Yeah, I saw you doing that real goofster challenge, the uh, Mas Clamato Caesar Spooky Challenge in my dark room. It's not a goofy challenge. 
Um, it's a total goofster challenge because guess what? I did it too and I crushed it. Look, I'm at 663 likes. <laughs> I'm crushing you, bro. Just like I crushed you at all the sports we play together because I'm bigger than you and I got muscles because I work out. Whoa, Tyson. Oh my God. How many likes is that again? Uh, six sixty. Oh, I'm up at 664. That's pretty sweet. Whoa. Anyways, um, hey, uh, Dorcas, stay out of my dark room, all right? Because it's got to be real dark in there. I'm sorry. And you're 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 so pale that you just give off like a glow, and you're going to ruin all of my my photography. Tyson, I have a disease. We've been over this. Yeah, I know, and I hate it. Ugh, punch the wall. I hate it because I care, but also I don't. Anyways, I'm almost at 666 likes on my viral challenge, and I'm going back to my darkroom where nothing bad will happen. What does Tyson do in his darkroom? He's cool. I think he just masturbates, but he might do photo development. We're not really sure. (laughs) See what I mean? Can you hear that? Tyson, we can hear you in here. Hey, uh, hey bud, just your dad here popping in. Paul with three L's here, how's it going? Just, uh, was that you making loud tug-tug noises in here, or was that your brother? No, I've never done that. I don't know how, but that was my older brother, your old eldest son. My oldest child, Tyson, with three S's? Oh, well, I better go check on him. He's probably in his dark room, isn't he? You know why it's dark, right? Oh, I thought it was because photos need to develop in the dark. But he's a digital camera. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing in there. All right, I'm going to go check on it, where he surely is still. Uh, my dad. He's all right. <laughs> I can hear you. I mean, my dad's so cool. Hey, just rolling back here. Uh, you said Tyson was in the dark room, yeah? Yeah, he went in there to develop photos yeah, well, uh, I don't see him in there, and oh. uh, I turned the lights on, and this is where it's wild. You know I've been dry now for six years. We're so proud of you, Daddy. Yeah, uh, but it smells exactly like a Mats Clamato Caesar. Yeah, you said bang those back like, like Bilio. But I don't anymore. This house, I can't even have one in the house, but did Tyson bring a Mats Clamato Caesar into the house? I mean, you know he's allergic to clams. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should remember that. So if, if he didn't bring one in, does that mean anything to you? Does the Mats Clamato Caesar mean anything to you? Well, yeah. I mean, we both did this viral TikTok challenge called the Mats Clamato Death Challenge. It's just an urban legend. Though. You're just, you go into a dark room, you film yourself saying Mats Clamato three times, and then something's supposed to happen. Yeah, Bloody Mary shows up, and you, like, film her with your camera, and then you're automatically popular because, like, you know, school. I mean, you wouldn't understand, Dad, but that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, because I'm not in school. I'm in work. Yeah, he almost had 600, what do you say, 664 likes? Yeah. Can you check it now? Check how many likes he's got. Sure, I guess. Uh, he has, uh, looks like 666. <gasps> the devil's number. He has a number? Yeah. Like a jersey number? Paul, what are you saying? (laughs) Please, call me dad. I will not tolerate that kind of respect, Jackson. I'm sorry, daddy. Um, Daddy Paul, what are you you suggesting? That it hit 666, the number of the devil, and then... 
well, I'm a little confused because I smelled a Moscow Mato Caesar, but your friend Madison said Bloody Mary shows up. So, and, and then I said the devil comes from the number. So I'm having a heck of a time putting this together, but I'm going to go up on AOL chat and talk to all my friends so none of you kids can do this because I'm pretty sure my son is gone because either the Moscow Mato Caesar or Bloody Mary came and took him to the devil. Oh my God. Oh my God. Barb with three Bs. Get the AOL booted up. <laughs> it's the next day at Exeter High School. Jackson and Madison meet outside their lockers before class. Hey, hey Madison. Yeah. Um, so my brother, uh, he's dead. Whoa, what? <laughs> Yeah, you know what my dad was saying about, like, the number 666 being somehow relevant to the devil, and he just did the, the Mosque Mile of Death challenge. We thought maybe the devil or Bloody Mary or some incarnation of Mott's Clamato would show up, like maybe, maybe Mr. Mott's himself would show up. Well, apparently that happened. And that we, we think he's dead. Oh my god. That can't be real. But you said you did it, right? And you're still here. Well, yeah. How many likes does, do you have now? I told you, I have like probably over a thousand. You must just breeze past 666 and I guess you're okay. Yeah. So here's my problem though. Like ever since I posted it, I'm now at 602 likes. She's lucky, but you're not. Oh, hey, Dale. Hey, Dale with one D. (laughs) My parents don't love me. Yeah, they really short thrifted you on those consonants. Yeah, but looks like your time's almost up. Tick-tock, tick-tock, Jackson. No, it's just an urban legend, despite my belief now that it isn't because my brother just died. <sighs> but wait, what, what can I do to stop it? I can't take down my video. That'd make me so uncool. I heard about this kid, two towns over, Paramount Secondary. He did the viral Mots Clamato Caesar Spooky Death Challenge. Spooky Death Challenge, yeah. And guess what? He got to 666 likes. And right before... Either Bloody Mary or Masculmato Caesar or Mr. Mott, who some people say is the devil himself, came to take him. He did something even worse than taking down your own TikTok video. He liked his own video. <gasps> Whoa. But that gave him 667 likes. Then what happened? Is he alive? Yeah, but he's kind of a social pariah at school. So wait, you're telling me I have to choose between not dying and liking my own video, thus becoming super cringe. Yeah, it's a real have-your-cake-and-eat-it-too situation, I suppose. Oh, what I'm gonna do... You know what? I'll take death. That's fine. Oh, okay. I don't want to be uncool at school. Wait, can't you just, like, get more people to like your video? <laughs> have you seen how unpopular I am, Madison? So you're saying between life and death, you're so unpopular, you can't get one more person. I got to 600 through sheer... I don't know what happened here. My other best videos have gone... 14 likes tops. You never even like my stuff. Maybe people want this to happen. (laughs) I think it's probably because your brother's dead and now people are like checking yours out. As a memorial thing? No, that makes sense. I was wondering why I suddenly got so popular on TikTok. It's because you also, you added hashtag RIP Tyson with three S's. Dale, Madison, do you think there's a way we can monetize this? Like if I did like a merch or something? What if we do, like, Save Jackson t-shirts, like that really old movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? They have those Save Ferris shirts. Yeah, I don't think I'm beloved enough for people to actually want to buy that, but maybe I could like, get into, like, a quick multi-level marketing scheme or something on TikTok. Sell some shampoo. 
No, so. let's, that's a bad idea. Let's get back to the main thread of this. Okay, so here's the plan. Because I need to know exactly when it hits 666 so I can give myself that extra like, so I do stay alive. I've decided I should stay alive after all. I have a bright future ahead of me. I want to become an accountant. Jackson, what about this? I haven't liked your video yet because liking things is for posers. Yeah, and you're my bully. I'm surprised you're even talking to me right now. Yeah, I'm just <sighs> having a real hard time. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it, big guy. Well, I was gonna have my favorite breakfast this morning. I had Cheerios and I went to the cupboard and I opened up the cupboard and the box of cereal wasn't even there. And I looked and my dad's pouring the last few Cheerios into his bowl and I said, Hey dad, those are my Honey Nut Cheerios. I used all those kids' lunch money to buy them. And he said, um, takes one to no one. And I said, dad, do you know who you're talking to? And he said, yeah, a garbage boy. And I said, oh, dad, do you really want to get into this with me right now? I will take you down, old man. I will give you the old nut buster, just the old nut tapperini with the nuts here. And long story short, my mom died. Oh, that's why I always lash out. Yeah. You know, now that I know this about you, I empathize with you. I think we can be friends, like in the breakfast club. Jackson, there's one other thing I have to tell you. Yeah, Dale? With 1D? 1D, my favorite. I mean, no they're not. I like cool bands. Like NSYNC. I'm gonna like your video, but time's of the essence for me, because I also did the viral Matsukamata <gasps> Caesar spooky death horror challenge. How many likes do you have? 663. Oh no. You guys both already liked it. But you could do the same thing, right? Like, you haven't liked it yourself yet, have you? This is the hardest thing I'm ever gonna have to tell you, Jackson. I did like it. You liked your own video? Because I feel like sometimes nobody likes me, and I gotta like myself. Well, yeah, because you're an asshole to everybody. You're a bully. Yeah, but I gotta pick on kids. I gotta pick on kids because I pick on myself because I don't love myself enough, so I pick on everyone else to make myself feel like a big boy. But when I pick on myself and make myself feel like a big boy, I feel like a smaller boy, so I gotta pick on people harder, and I gotta like myself. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, you've screwed the pooch, you've already liked your own video, you're gonna die within a few hours probably based on the rate of likes happening. I'm gonna be able to skip that because I saved, I wasn't a total loser in liking my own video. And you know, I'm having kind of conflicted at, like, should I even try to help you? Cause you- We've really, we really turned tables here. Yeah. Guess he's gonna become the new bully of this high school. Oh shit, oh fuck. Uh, I'm gonna go into that port john and cry about this. Oh man, I'm up to 665. I'm up to 665 likes, guys. So wait, are we just gonna see you like disintegrate right now? Is that how this works, do you think? Maybe that's what'll happen. Let's see what happens. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've got to like it. You like it, okay. Um, no. Um, uh, so. Uh, what do you think of. You want to talk about something while we wait for you to uh, die? Yeah, I don't know. Did you. Are you guys watching. Um, oh no, 666 likes! <gasps> oh no, here it goes! <laughs> I don't feel so good. Uh oh. Oh, my guts. My guts are going nuts. Whoa. Guys. Guys, I'm bleeding. Oh no, I'm ble wait, it's not, it tastes clammy and salty. Like there should be a celery stick in it or a pickle. Oh, I feel the same way. Oh my God, I'm at 666, wait, hold on. I, I bling. <laughs> I just liked it. I'm, I'm at 667 now. I feel bet much better now. <laughs> I don't, I feel like I'm gonna burst. Whoa. Whoa. Did you get that? Did you get the whole thing on camera? Oh my 
God, what's wrong with you? Can't you just see already that social media is like ruining our whole lives? I see the moral of the whole story now. Social media is ruining our whole lives. It's turning friends against bullies. I mean, Dale wasn't always a dick. You're right. Montage to first grade. Me and Dale <laughs> share a gogurt tube together. Uh, me and Dale on the swing sets. Me and Dale eating mud. Cars. Me and Dale in a low rider. Me and Dale uh, <laughs> pranking other kids. Me and Dale uh, sniffing glue together, etc. And a montage. <laughs> I'm back, guys. Dale, Whoa, you're back. What happened? We just saw you explode. Load. The power of friendship brought me back. Oh, it was that montage of memories of all the good times we had when you were in grade one and you weren't a bully yet. Yeah, wow. you learned social media can't be trusted. If only we had done that for Tyson, but we don't have any good memories of Tyson. Yeah, No, he was true. a piece of shit. <laughs> he was a piece I of mean, shit. I mean, you were also a piece of shit, Dale, so... Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we have to save Dale. Think happy thoughts about him. These <laughs> guys... <laughs> Please don't think you'll lift me anymore. I, I can't do that again. Guys, I'm actually happy that my older brother's gone. Now all the attention from Daddy Paul is going to go right to me. Hey, sport. How's it going? Hey, Daddy Paul. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm coming around to the new nickname. I'm kind of digging it. Oh, hey, it's your old buddy Dale. I remember he was a bit of a shit before. No! <laughs> <laughs> no, Dad. Remember all those times that he came over for pizza and we had such a fun time playing Mario Kart? And oh, yeah. Yeah. I whipped your boy's butts at Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dale's back. Oh, God. <sighs> Remember that time that you were going to ask me to prom, Dale, and then you didn't? I was so pissed at you. Oh, no! <laughs> Alright, we fast forward 20 years. All of these people are working <laughs> in a boardroom. They're co-workers now. And Dale is being a bit of a dick to everybody. Guys, I don't think a new flavor of Mountain Dew is going to take off, okay? We've already got green. We've got code red. Berry blast. Uh, the yellow one. That one that was black that tastes like licorice, maybe? Your ideas suck balls. These balls. Those balls. Dale, you're such a dick. <laughs> it's so much fun to power over Dale. <laughs> Should we bring him back? Give it like a few minutes. I thought your idea for uh, Mountain Dew Chartreuse was pretty good. I thought so too. I think let's go with that. I think we should just stick to green. Daddy Paul, is that you? You know it. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Looks like the power of friendship can overcome all. Yuck! I think I could use a drink. Maybe a snots scabado sneezer with a slice of slime. <laughs> Are you brave enough to try the Mott's Clamato Caesar Spooky Horror Death Challenge, listener? Our ghosts with the most are, so let's hope they don't get 666 likes so they can be back next week with more thrills and more chills. A boodaloo, babes! <laughs> Thank you.
This has been an SM Experience production. Special thanks to the Cultural Collective for the use of their spooky studio space. Theme music by Dimitri Taras. Subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast app, and while you're there, be a haunted doll and rate and review us. And be sure to tell your friends about us. Remember, sharing is scaring. And if you're looking for more devilish fun, then listen to Corntown, a true crime parody podcast. And subscribe to the SM Experience on YouTube for new videos every month. And until next time, sweet screams. <laughs> yes.